Being grateful for anything that you do, according to the pure definition of what I just said, you have to give it back. You have to pay it back. That's why it doesn't work in this realm. Welcome to Masajati's podcast, Exponential Intelligence, where you can transform simply by listening. Experience the power of frequencies and the next step in consciousness evolution. Masajati, welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence, where it's a guide to help you live at high levels of abundance through higher levels of consciousness. Today, we're going to be talking about gratitude and why gratitude isn't so great. You know, you hear it all over the place. It drives me crazy. You should be, you should be grateful for this. You know, list 10 things you're grateful for. I should have gratitude. You know, there's gratitude journals. It's getting to be so annoying, but everybody goes, oh, God, and I know you're going to go out there and go, Moss hates gratitude. You know, he, he's not a nice person because that's what we think, right? The more gratitude we have towards somebody or something, you know, the more grateful we are the better person that we are it doesn't work that way. Again, I'm not a bad person, guys. So don't don't just listen to the whole subject. Just listen to the whole podcast before you make a decision. And by the way, if you think that way, you should be grateful for the knowledge that I just shared with you. Okay? So why do I think that being grateful or having gratitude is such a horrendous and again, I would put it as say one of the deadly sins. One of the deadly sins, there's seven of them, by the way. This is one of them, having gratitude. Why I list it as a top level sin. Again, one of the top level deadly sins. Are you ready? Because when you have gratitude, it just means that you're just putting a full freaking weight on you, right? And I'll explain it over and over again in different ways so we understand it. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be grateful for what you have or do or who you're with, but how about if we use thankful, okay? And we'll compare the two frequencies. Okay? And I'll give you pure definitions of, again, top-level definitions on what gratitude is all about or being grateful is all about. Okay? And then pure version of what thankfulness is all about. So, so let's start off with, say, the definitions of what gratefulness or gratitude is about at the first-level definition. Again, the pure definition on why gratitude say, is defined, or you feel and experience gratitude or being grateful. Again, because if, if it's not defined, if anything is not defined in this reality, you won't be able to experience it. It sounds kind of crazy. So again, if, say, laughter is not defined, you couldn't, say, laugh. Does that make sense to you? So that, hopefully that makes sense, right? So it's a programming. We have to understand that emotions are just programs, first of all. So let me say that again. Emotions are just programs. They are indicators or guides on 
on how you are, say, fulfilling the underlying program that you're running. Okay, so you have a program for, say, abuse, for example. You have a program on being lucky. You have a program on whatever it is. Your emotions just guide you. They're compasses to guide you to fulfill the underlying program that you're running. Simply as that. So one, never trust your emotions. And this is, you probably hate me after this podcast because it's like, well, what the hell? One, gratitude is not so great. And then now he's telling me that I shouldn't trust my emotions, right? Again, you shouldn't trust your emotions until you recalibrate them to get you where you want to go. If you don't believe me, look at look at the last time you followed your heart, you followed your intuition. You, know, you might have made, God, this is going to be, you know, I'm going to make a hell of a lot of money. And then you went bust, right? Or you followed your heart, you know, your heart, you, you felt all that gushy feeling. And then, you know, you fall, jump into that relationship. And then, you know, three, four months later, right? That person's abusing you, attacking you, whatever it is, right? It's not so great. Well, you followed your heart, you followed your emotions. So again, right there should tell you that you need to recalibrate your emotions by looking at the underlying programs that you have, that your emotions are, say, guiding you towards. We do that through uh, the XI meditation series, 18-day meditations, hyper-meditation. So take a look at that and also some of the other programs that we have. Coming back into gratitude, first definition of gratitude, okay, the top level definition, and then it gets watered down through the filters that we have, is that gratitude at a pure level is, is a shackle around you. Okay? And that, that, that sounds really weird. So why would say a God, however you define God, and I'm just putting that label in so we have an understanding, okay? But why would say a Godhead or a programming or a global setting or presence create a shackle around you called gratitude or you should be grateful right it's kind of like well that doesn't that doesn't sound very good moms right even at the top level definition uh it doesn't sound good well at the top level definition it binds you it's a shackle of time and space at your limitless level that you are at your say timeless level of who you are you wouldn't be grateful for anything because you are everything and anything that you could possibly be. Imagine it. You could not be grateful because you are all that you are. So there is no, say, separation. So you couldn't, again, there has to be a reference point or a separation. Does that make sense to you? Hopefully it does. So now, so the top level definition, like I said, is... A shackle. And it's a beautiful shackle, by the way. It's an adornment. Let's call it an adornment around you. It's a beautiful necklace around your neck. It embraces you to help you understand the beauty of who you are. It creates a reflection so you can look at yourself and what you've rendered. So imagine yourself as spirit or your timeless self. How can you feel the well, the immensity that you are, the infinite wisdom, the infinite beauty, the brilliance that you are, if you are all that you are, you can't. You would need a reflection of yourself. Aha. That's why time and space has been created. That's why you're here in this reality, to understand how grand that you are, so you can even be grander. So what did we do? 
Well, we created time and space. So again, time and space is created so we can see or we can have a reflection of the, the limitless possibilities that we are and we're not running them all at one time. So when we have gratitude, that's the mechanism or basically the beautiful, say, shackle, okay? The beautiful shackle that binds us into time and space. And it is quite beautiful. Just imagine the purest gold, the purest whatever that is there, right? That's how, what time and space. It's an adornment of who you are. So in that scenario, as you see yourself, you're grateful for the brilliance that you are. And you don't have to pay anything back, okay? And as you give it back, what do you do? You give back the gift of time and space. What do you do? You give it back, you render yourself from it, you go back to yourself and you go to a higher level. So that makes, hopefully that makes sense to you. So in its purest form, that's what being grateful is about. It allowed you, it's, a, it's an experience that allowed you to expand into yourself. That's the type of gratefulness you want. But in most scenarios, people use gratefulness to destroy and control and abuse. It doesn't work that way. And unfortunately, when you use something that pure and redefine it at this level, just like love, it's been destructive, right? Just like love, it destroys you even more. And this is why I, again, I hate the word, be grateful because nobody uses it properly. Just like nobody uses uh, forgiveness properly. We can do a whole different podcast on you know, forgiveness. But coming back to gratitude, so think of why it's a shackle. Because again, it's a rendering of a shackle, right? It references you in this reality. I'll give you an example of how say, gratefulness is used in this reality to shackle you, not adorn you, but literally shackle and bind you, okay? So, Again, a classic example is parents or a lover going, you should be grateful for what I've done for you. I've spent my whole life, right? I gave up this and that, right? So I can put you through college, so I can put food on the table. I gave up all that stuff so you could live a better life. I, you know, moved to a different country, all that. I, you know, your father sacrificed, you know, again, through war, right? The men, you, your fathers, your forefathers sacrificed yourself for, for you to become independent, for you to become free, right? You should sacrifice yourself, get vaccinated so you can save other people. Do you see how that becomes a shackle? It becomes a shackle of guilt, a burden of shame, and it, you wear it around your neck and it's a rusty, heavy, say, shackle that just destroys you. So what happens, right? It's like, yeah, you know what? I should be grateful for that, but then why am I not? That's the key. You, your parents did all that, right? Again, I get it all the time, right? Parents, I go, Maz, my kids are so ungrateful, or my spouse is so ungrateful, or what I'm doing for the country or humanity is, you know, they're so ungrateful. Why? It's not what you did for them. They're not bitching about that. It's you wanting them to feel guilty and shameful, to literally pay you back for what you lost. Kind of crazy, isn't it? 
So let me give you the logistics on how that works. Okay, You redefine what gratefulness is. Basically, by using sacrifice, okay, you gave, and again, this is where sacrifice is ill-defined in this reality, and I can redefine sacrifice for you, but maybe on this podcast if we have time, but maybe in another podcast, redefining sacrifice, the pure version of it. In this reality, you gave of your essence. You might think it's your time, it's your health, it's your finances, money, whatever it is, it's not about that. Again, you gave of yourself, your presence, your essence, your limitless self to, again, uh, accumulate abundance. And, and it doesn't have to be abundance, by the way. It could be anything else. You could be poor and you sacrificed yourself, right? Again, the, the point is, is that you gave your essence away. You gave your limitless being away for something of, say, material manifestation. Simple as that. And then now what you're doing is that, you know, the, the drive could, could have been your kids. It could have been your loved one. But now what you're doing is like, you're literally going, you're blaming them. It's like, hey, I gave myself away and then this isn't doing it for me. And then you're not happy. And I did all this for you. I want myself back. And that's what they're bitching about. Literally, that's why. They're not, they're not unhappy for all the blessings that you, physical blessings that you gave them. But basically what you're asking is like, I did all this for you. I want part of your essence because now I feel like I'm drowning. Okay? You should be grateful. So, so that scenario, that the, the, the math, right? Or the equation that I said, right? When you hand your 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 um you know the, the the chain right where you hand over the, the time you, you hand over the chain again of time and space you hand it back you again you get back your power right you get back your limitless self you handle again you give back that beautiful adornment of time and space in the lower levels since you gave yourself away for physical possessions, you want somebody else's essence or presence back. You literally are wanting their spirit. Again, that sounds crazy now that you know about it, right? So just imagine that little kid that you raised, you did everything for them, and it's like, hey, I want your essence back. And then they literally die. Because that's what happens, right? It's like, and there's no way in hell they want to do that. It's like, it's like, yeah, mom, I love you. And yeah, you know, mom, dad, I love you and all that. But I can't give you my presence. They don't even know how to do that. And they wouldn't want to do that, right? So again, they start to separate from you no matter how much you did for them in a physical realm. So again, do not be grateful for anybody because grateful means that you have to pay it back. Being grateful for anything that you do, according to the pure definition of what I just said, you have to give it back. You have to pay it back. That's why it doesn't work in this realm, because it's not a physical thing that you're paying back. You're exchanging your essence or your presence, right? So what do you do about it? Because it is the buzzword. And do you know why it's the buzzword? Because at a deeper level, whoever created the fad 
of gratefulness is all in the theory of control. Because when you're grateful to someone or something, they own you, they control you, right? Say somebody did something for you and it transformed your life, you're grateful to them, right? You're grateful to them, what do you do? They ask you of something, it's like you feel guilty and shameful. Again, that burden you'll feel, it's like, ah, shit. Or say that they did something for you and you can never remove yourself. You, no matter how much you've done for them, they'll always bring that scenario back. It's like, well, do you remember when I did this? Like, yeah, but I, I paid you back for that so many times over. And then again, they still pull you and drag you and still use you, right? Kind of like a noose. That's what happens when you're grateful. You always have to pay it back. Even if they don't want anything back, you always feel like you have to pay it back, you're burdened. What do you do instead? Well, you use thankfulness. Simple. You use thankfulness. Thankfulness is clean. It's efficient, guys. Be thankful for what you have. By the way, you all, I know I do a lot of things for you, massively transform your lives. Don't ever be grateful to me. I don't want the burden of you, of, of, again, of wanting something from you. It's a deep shackle and it sucks and it ruins, again, my abilities, by the way. That's why I never accept gratefulness. You can be thankful for what I've done for you, okay? And I can be thankful for what you've done for me, allowing me to you know, ascend higher, do more research to help more and more people. Think of the free flow. Doesn't it sound even better being thankful? Think of the heaviness that gratefulness has accumulated. Feel grateful. It's like it, it's like being in church, the demonic church that just pulls you, pulls you down, right? It's literally demonic. Think of it. Now think of being thankful. It's like, oh thank you. That's all you gotta do. It's a clean cut. It's a contract that's just clean cut. You did your part. Or maybe you didn't, your, didn't do your part. Thank you. It severs the ties between you and them. Okay? And you go, well, I don't want that tie to be severed. That's why those insecure individuals want you to be grateful. Because then again, it binds you. But if you're solid and you're confident and you want to be, say, sufficient on your own or independent on your own, start using thankfulness. It's a clean cut relationship. And when you're thankful for something, it never gets old because you have to reinitiate, say, that agreement between you two all the time. And you go, that might be a burden. It's really not. Because this, in timeless relationships, which I teach in the relationship series coming up, especially with the love events, you might want to take a look at the love event coming up. Uh, really fantastic way to love yourself, to love the world. Okay. So in timeless relationships, right, where you're thankful for that person being with you and you complete the contract whenever you go, hey, thank you for being with me, right? right? And loving that space. What happens is you sever that contract. It, it disconnects you and you want to reunite it. It's like, hey, let's reunite this agreement that we have, right? And then you do. And then every time you reunite the agreement or reestablish that connection that you have with each other. Just think it's always new. It's always thriving. It's always the next day. But when you're grateful, it's like, shit, hey, you should be grateful for that one thing that I did 10 years ago that you're still having this thing over my head about. How does that relationship work out? We've all been there, right? 
and you can never get out of that. So again, use thankful for everything that you do and don't get into the fad of being grateful for anything, no matter who says it is, no matter who says, you know, you know the politicians out there, self-improvement coaches, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. They don't know the deeper science on gratefulness. I'm not saying they're bad people, but again, they just don't, they miss, they don't understand the deeper implications on why you want to be grateful. So use thankfulness. It's very simple, it's very quick, and it's enlivening and it's timeless, right? So as we end, I thank you for being here. Notice what you notice and notice the details. Peace. Thanks for joining. The episode you just listened to is encoded with frequencies of higher consciousness. It's normal if you begin to feel differently or confused. It's the process of change. For best results, observe and practice spatial referencing. Ask yourself, what if I could choose things differently? To learn more, subscribe to the Exponential Intelligence Podcast, sign up for the newsletter for exclusive information and offers, or join Maz on social media through the links in the show notes below.